With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you members of the press? Press. Press. Pull. <laughs> your Mile High Report press conference update begins now. Hey there, Broncos country. This is Lori Lattimore-Volkman of Mile High Report, coming with the update from today's press conference with Coach Vic Fangio and quarterback Brett Rippon. Of course, some of the main questions were related to whether the Broncos and Patriots game will even go on now that a couple of players have tested positive for COVID-19. As of now, the game is on, the league is saying nothing about it, and Coach Fangio is fine with that. He talked a lot about his comfort level with the league to do the right thing, so we'll see how that goes. He's also tapped Brett Rippon to be the starting quarterback. Drew Locke has been working out. They're going to see how that goes, and it's possible that he could be starting on Sunday. But Brett is playing and practicing as if he's the starter, and so we'll wait till the end of the week to see if that is the case. They also talked a lot about, of course, Bill Belichick and his ability to use a lot of defensive backs in the defense, using a lot of disguises. And so hopefully our guys will be preparing on film to make sure that is not a problem. But as we know, Bill Belichick is always a problem. Here you go, Broncos country. The update from Fangio and Rippon. We're just confident here that the league, along with the players' union, is going to handle everything correctly. And but nothing has been done or said any any way other than plan as normal. Okay. And then, uh, secondly, on will Drew Locke practice today? And and would even if he does, is Brett still going to start, or have you made that decision? 
Yeah, Drew's going to practice today on a limited basis. We'll see how he does and see if we can build it from there, how he does early in practice. And, uh, you know, based on all that and how he does the next few days, we'll decide. Yeah, Coach, maybe as a teacher more than a coach, you know, this virus is everyone's talking about it. You know, how do you get your kids, your students, so to speak, uh, to pay attention in class, you know, in the meetings and all that kind of stuff? when all this is going on and there's maybe even some uncertainty about whether you will play? I think once you, you know, we addressed it in the team meeting today early, um, told everybody where it's at. And, um, you know, this has been going on since we started at camp. So when you do get a little uptick in the activity of it, you deal with it. And then I think these guys are good at handling adversity and moving on and focusing on their job and, and I don't see it as a big issue that way. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, how comfortable do you personally feel going into New England, knowing that they've had, you know, two or three positive cases at this point? I feel fine. Um, you know, I go to the grocery store, too. Um, I've, I just have a lot of confidence in the uh, NFL, the players union. They're doing a good job working together with, on all these issues. And I'm sure everything will be safe for all involved and totally confident in it. Hey, Coach, have any of your players um, expressed any concern about traveling to, to New England? No, they have not. At least not to me anyway. What do you sense from your players in the locker room as far as those guys keeping each other accountable and making sure that nobody falls afoul of the uh, COVID protocols? I think we have, they all have confidence in each other. Um, we've done a good job up to this point. Um, but the key thing is the message is we can't get complacent. We have to be on our guard at all times. When we're not in this building and around this team and we're out in public or at home, we have to assume that there's people around us that have COVID and act accordingly, which basically means do your social distancing, and wear your mask. First off, can you fill us in on uh, the status of Noah Fant, and, and then how did uh, Philip Lindsay look yesterday? Uh, Philip looked fine. You know, I expect him to play this week. Uh, Fant is, um, did not practice yesterday. He won't practice today. Um, you know, he's still not been ruled out for this game, but it's probably a long shot. Okay, and then secondly, Mike Purcell signed a nice deal yesterday. I know you've worked with him in the past, and you were excited for him to kind of uh, finally win a, a starting spot here last year. Can you speak to kind of his perseverance and how that's paid off? Yeah, I mean, Mike is a real good story. You know, the guy's a tremendous worker, um, dedicated, perseverance, uh, good story of all that. You know, I was with Mike when he first came in the league. He was on our practice squad in San Francisco, got activated for a couple games. Now, then when I left there, he stayed at San Francisco. And while I was in Chicago and San Francisco let him go, uh, I talked to the men to getting Mike on our practice squad for a few weeks. Uh, they We didn't keep him there. And then you know, you know his journey. And then last year, prior to camp starting or right at the end of the offseason, 
after that spring league folded, you know, they approached me about him and I said, yeah, I'd love to have him. Just, just know that he's going to be a hard guy to cut. You know, I don't know why he's never stuck anywhere, but um, he's a good football player and he's tough, strong, great teammate, and I'm really happy for him on a personal level. Coach, uh, how different is it when you're limiting your quarterback compared to some of your other positions? If it's a wide out of corner, it's easy to just keep him out of a drill. With a quarterback, you want to get more reps or get some reps, certainly with the first team at times. So how do you balance that? As you head into practice now with through over the next couple of days? Well, he'll partake in an uh, individual period where there's some good amount of throwing going on there. We'll see how he looks um, and then judge it from there. We'll, we'll just constantly judge it throughout the practice and see where he's at. Now, we're not going to give him a full workload today, but it's today being his first day back to practice. So we'll let him do individual. And if that goes well, get him a few reps here and there, and then see how he wakes up tomorrow feeling and go from there. Vic, KJ Hamler, what's his status for this week? And then uh, any chance Boye comes off IR, or is he going to need another week or so? Yeah, Hamler won't go this week. And uh, AJ's uh, a long shot to be able to play this week. Yeah, Coach, when you watch what Coach Belichick did against Mahomes, six guys in cover, six DB, seven in coverage, I mean, how do you prepare for that and also dealing with the potential uncertainty at your own quarterback position? Well, they play that way against everybody. You know, they have a lot. Most of the time they have five DBs out there, six or seven, as you mentioned. So there's always an extra DB out there. Um, they asked those defensive backs, some of them, to play traditional linebacker positions. Uh, they've been doing that the last few years, and they're doing it a lot now. They have 12 defensive backs, I believe, on their active roster. So that's just the way they go, and that's the way they built their team. They're still able to get in looks that traditionally have linebackers in place, but they have safety-type guys doing those jobs. And they do a great job of being versatile on defense. Vic, what are the challenges for preparing for several different quarterbacks, especially ones that have very different playing styles? Well, you know, it's basically the same every week. You know, one thing I do every week with um, the defense is um, always let them know who the other team's backup quarterback is, especially if he's a vastly different skill set than the starter. So, I mean, that's something you have to be ready for each and every week. Um, their offense didn't change a great deal uh, against Kansas City the other night with Cam Newton not playing, you know, other than the uh, Cam Newton-generated type runs weren't there. But they still ran their offense, ran it good. And um, if the one of the backups has to play again this week, they're going to be in a better spot than they were last week because they would have had the week of practice and the prep time of knowing that they're playing, whereas last week it kind of happened late. You guys have obviously asked a lot of the rookie class this year. You know, what's been kind of your prognosis of them through the first four games and specifically individually like Cushenberry, Ojemudia, Bassey? You know, what are you looking to see from them over the last uh, three quarters of the season? Continued growth. You know, that means mentally and physically. 
um, not to make the same mistake twice or three times. Don't be a repeater when it comes to mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. And just keep grinding away and pounding away at getting better and becoming proficient at their position in the NFL. Yeah, Coach, in the last 20 years, uh, one of the more common conversation topics was, was it Belichick or Brady uh, for the New England Patriots' success? I should have asked you this two weeks ago, too, when you played Tampa Bay. But uh, where do you come down on that when that uh, conversation has come up over the years? Well, Bill's obviously one of the greatest, if not the greatest, head coaches of all time. And Tom Brady's obviously one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And they were a great marriage. And when you have a marriage like that of greatness, you're going to achieve greatness. And they both did. Hey, Brett. Uh, Bill Belichick has, has had a ton of success against young quarterbacks like yourself. As you look at their tape, do you expect a lot of disguises, a lot of different coverages to try and uh, have you force the football a little bit? Yeah, you know, I think he does, you know, a great job every single week. I don't know if it's necessarily just against young quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, yeah, they do a great job disguising. Um, you know, obviously they use a lot of DBs, um, which makes it tough to identify in the run game and uh, some st- certain stuff in the pass game, you know, where your one-on-ones are and different things like that. Um, so obviously we know it's going to be a challenge. And, for, uh, you know, on our side, we just have to, you know, make sure that we uh, have a great week of practice, a great week of prep in the film room and, uh you know, so we're ready to go on Sunday. You've seen uh, Belichick has always made a point of saying he likes to change week to week in what he does on defense. Have you seen that in the in the video? You've looked at already. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think, uh, you know, obviously Coach Belichick has been around for a long time and have a lot of respect for him and, you know, what he's been able to do with that, you know, program for the last 20 years now or so, you know, ever since I was a young kid. So, um you know, and I think, like you said, he does kind of change week to week, and uh, he's able to do that very well. And those guys, you know, buy into what the game plan is every single week. So, um, you know, on our standpoint, from an offensive standpoint, um, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, when we get into the game, we kind of understand, you know, what the plan is going to be for that game and then how do we attack that. There is a Drew Watch, uh, you know, going on right now, um, but you're sitting there in the Wednesday Zoom chair. Uh, does that mean you're thinking or you will be the starter uh, on Sunday at New England? Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm going about it like I'm going to play Sunday. Um, you know, obviously there's some uncertainty with, uh, you know, Drew right now. And, you know, he's going to be practicing a little bit today. And, um, you know, that's great. I'm really happy that he's, you know, able to come back. And, uh, you know, from my standpoint, it's just I have to prepare like I'm going to play. And, you know, if the coaches tell me, hey, you know, on Thursday or Friday that, you know, Drew's ready to go and that he can play, you know, that's awesome, too. And, um, you know, I'll be there to support him and, uh, you know, get him ready. Last week, obviously, was a bunch of walkthroughs and then you stepped in the week before. So essentially, you're getting your first work with the ones this week. I'm wondering, where do you think that would make the biggest difference in your game on Sunday if you're starting as we expect? Yeah, I think it's just, you know, getting full speed reps with these guys, um, you know, being able to run these plays, feel the timing uh, out of routes, different things like that, you know, being able to be in the huddle for a full week, um, you know, would, would definitely be helpful. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, that's that's the mentality that, you know, we got to take is, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, I'm getting these full speed reps, making sure I'm on the same page with these guys in case I do play.
to follow up on that a little bit, what is the difference from, you know, preparing on, on a short week like you did um, last week and then now having added days in, in terms of what you can actually get to at a, from a preparation standpoint that you couldn't on a short week? You're obviously watching more film. You know, I, on a normal week, I have a, you know, well, the whole quarterback room has a process of which we go about to, uh, you know, watch film on games and then formational cutups, third down cutups, situational cutups, red zone cutups. Um, so from that standpoint, you get to see a lot more throughout the week. And then obviously you're getting the full speed reps against the scout team look, which you're going to be playing for that week. So you're just able to see it more times. You're able to visualize what it's going to look like out there. Um, and, you know, that can be very helpful. Fred, I know you kind of touched on this, but with you and Drew being such good friends, how do you balance wanting to see him get back and get healthy and, and play versus now this is your chance to play for as, as long as it'll last? I guess, how do you balance that, you know, on a human level? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's any balancing at all. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I understand my role. I think this is, you know, this is Drew Locke's team. Drew Locke has been the leader of this uh, franchise, you know, over the past year, and he's done an unbelievable job of that. Um, I, stand, I have to go out and do what I can um, you know, to help him and help this team win. And if that means playing this week and helping our team win this week, then that's all I'm focused on. I don't really look at it from a standpoint of, um, you know, he's taking away an opportunity for me. I look at that. Um, you know, I'm getting an opportunity. And then if he comes back, that's great. I, that's an opportunity for me to help him. Hey, in 2020, all of us, uh, I think, have to be ready for anything. And, and um, last week, uh, the Patriots flew into Kansas City on the day a game and played a game. Shot in the dark here. In your past, college, high school, youth, what's, what's the oddest, most challenging situation you've ever been thrown into to try to play a game, weather, power outage. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, gr- growing up in the Northwest and, uh, you know, playing at Boise state, I've definitely played in some, um, some crazy weather games, but, uh, never had to fly same day and play a game. So that must've been, you know, very difficult from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint as well. You know, having to get off the plane and go play, um, you know, it's probably very challenging. Hi, Brett. I uh, chatted with your dad yesterday. Uh, super great guy. Your family's so nice. I was in Spokane actually before this. So go Highlanders. Um, he said for a while he thought that you were going to go the baseball route, of course, like he did. But then, of course, you chose the football route. I'm just wondering, when was it for you that you decided to go the football route? Uh, how, how young were you and why did you choose the football route instead of baseball? Um, it was probably around my the end of my sophomore year, um, you know, I think I just want to have a, I have a strong passion for the game of football. Not that I didn't for baseball, um, but, you know, I think I just started to realize that more opportunities were pre- presenting themselves in football. Um, you know, I really enjoy the game and, um, you know, baseball will always have a special place in my heart though, for sure. Hey, Brett, from going back and rewatching the game film from the Jets, what did you see differently that maybe you didn't see when you were out there and uh, want to correct going forward? Yeah, you know, I think there was a lot of good plays on the film, um, you know, and that's 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 one thing that I look at, you know, is um, and when I go back and watch is, uh, you know, what I want to see was I processing things well, you know, was I throwing the ball accurately? And I think there was a lot more good than bad. Obviously the three interceptions, you know, you never want to see those happen. Um, one, particularly when I'm rolling out outside of the pocket there, just throw the ball away. I mean, there's absolutely no excuse for that. So from that standpoint, you know, I know those are easy things for me to clean up because I've never been that type of player.